Have an, have an hour. <laughs> All right, Sue, so we're still at Fan Expo. Yeah, we are, day three. Well, day two for some of us. It's day three of Fan Expo. Day three of Fan Expo. Anyway. We're getting a little punchy. <laughs> Join us for that fight later. Um, but yeah, you, uh, you, damn you, have got me started on another comic book, which I did not need to add to my pile. It was an accident. It totally wasn't an accident. You did this deliberately. Me working with him was an accident. Right. Whatever. We're chatting with Mike and Andrea, who have created this little. Well, not little. We're only on volume one of like how many? Uh, I mean, hopefully. We'll see. We'll see if people want to keep reading. Yeah. Volume two is definitely coming. I can promise volume two. Yes. Okay. Yes. So no spoilers because I've only just started issue four in, in this this one, so I don't want to know what happens. Oh. Yeah. We're, yeah but no spoilers. But I'm but, but as the writers. Yes. Do you know where everything is going? Do you know what the end game is for all the characters? Have you got this all plotted out in your mind, or do you quibble and fight over? Like, I think this should happen. Or do the characters decide? Uh, I'd say it's a combination of all three. Uh, definitely the quibbling at some points. <laughs> Less um, about the overall story arc, though. The quibbling seems to be about, like, minutia. It's sure. true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. The smallest yeah. things that we fight we fight about for an hour, and then we're like, why are we yeah, even arguing about Yeah, one of us will flip this? a desk, and yeah. then we'll both decide we don't care enough. Yeah, well, like, why are we arguing about <laughs> That's this? That's how it always is. Yeah, clean it up. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah when you live together, <laughs> it's, it's a hazard. Right? It's true, yeah, because um, we, we live together, so it's like... But, uh, no, we... we plan this I mean when we came up with the idea we very much saw this like big sprawling story um, and we have all these ideas about where it can go mm -hmm. um, but that being said because you know it's a comic book and releases are sort of tentative and all over the place we try to compartmentalize the story so that even if you're just reading like little bits at a time it's still gonna be satisfying yeah yeah, yeah. I burned through like the first three issues today because I'm like, okay, we're chatting to Mike and Andrea. I kind of have to know what I'm talking about. Um, I did notice that. Can you also talk a bit about, like, just a little bit about what it's about? Oh yeah. Before right. we get too far, because I don't want anybody. To give us, give us the logline. Andrea, you're, oh, you're the, the elevator pitch. Yeah. Uh, Songs for the Dead, and uh, subsequently the Necromancer's Map, which launches this week. Um, which, hold on. That's just a wicked title. I just want to get that out there. I want that on like a t-shirt or something or like a band name. Merch, merch, merch. <laughs> We're working on it. Um, so Songs for the Dead and The Necromancer's Map, which is a continuation but also a brand new number one and a good starting point okay. as well if you'd like. Um, so you can either look at it as like songs, like book number five of songs, but it's its own thing as well and it's a book number one. Uh, it's about a little necromancer who could. Uh, so Bethany, we have visuals. Bethany is a necromancer but also a really sweet, optimistic, a young woman who happens to raise the dead and of course there's that stereotype of all necromancers being weird and creepy and she's a bard by trade she's out to prove that not all necromancers are evil by trying to become a hero and her friend Elisar uh, yes she's a mercenary uh, her motives are there's some gray area in her life a little less optimistic <laughs> as long as there's alcohol involved. and not as long as there's alcohol alcohol and stabbing people. she's really good at providing Bethany new bodies yes yeah I did notice uh, as I read it that today that uh, that and by the way I just love hearing you guys say the character names just in case I'm mispronouncing them in my head <laughs> I'm like okay so it's uh, I was right um, I noticed that Bethany's manner of speaking her dialogue tends to be just a little off-center because mm -hmm. all the all the other characters are not throwing out like yees and these and but there's not quite a Victorian kind of English feel to the rest of the dialogue where yeah. she's got a little bit more of a modern lean to her is yeah. that intentional yeah, I mean, I 
you know, we're both huge fantasy fans, um, and we both like have consumed so many different kinds of fantasy. I know that for me, I really like to lean towards fantasy that feels more accessible. Okay. Um, you know, because I think one of the pitfalls that modern fantasy can fall into in comics or in books or what have you is that it can feel very dry. Um, and I find that that can be really off-putting, especially to people who might not be like die-hard fantasy right? fans, right? Yeah. We really wanted this book to be accessible. So we have, you know, some characters, they'll be very in period, very on, you know, appropriate for the setting, but they're still going to drop yep. some colloquialism, still be uh, kind of clever. I think it's really notable also, without too many spoilers, that Bethany's speech is a little bit different, mm. um, which might come out when we start to learn her backstory as to why she maybe doesn't speak the way other people do. Yes. Okay. There's There might have been something in her upbringing that... Yeah. See, I just trotted those questions out, though, so they knew that I'd actually read the material as well. Yeah, so. Very convincing. <laughs> Thank you. Excellent. But no, she, like, Bethany seems like a fun character. I would not want to hang around with Alessar because, no. <laughs> I love Alessar. She's great. But I want to go be drinking about with her. Kick, her kicking my ass. <laughs> she, is could, yeah, right? she could stab you if you right? yeah. say the wrong thing. Absolutely. Ask to buy so her a drink and she wants to, right? Just to make sure I stay on her Exactly. Side. But exactly. she would also question it really your says something about the company I keep, yeah. I think. <laughs> that I just, I'm like, yeah, she's cool. I would totally chill with her. I feel like Bethany would annoy me in five minutes. <laughs> sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, in everybody. Way. In, the, in nicest the nicest way. way. <laughs> She'd be so sweet and I'd be like, oh, it's really cute. Okay, enough. You are too pure for me. Yes, <laughs> yes. But there's very much a sense that without... It's more about me. Without all the backstory, without all the lane, like the groundwork is there. There's a history already in this world. Yes. Which is really cool. I mean, they're talking about. Yeah, they're talking about the will and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know who, what any of this is. And then things start to fill in the puzzle, which is a great way to discover a world. Yeah. I mean, instead of saying, so and so begat so and so begat so and so, and this is how this works, you guys are just kind of throwing the reader in. And I'm like, this is a fun way to read a book. I, yeah, I'm I'm glad you think so, actually, because that was very much by design. Um, There's actually, there's a comic book that Andrew and I both really admire called Usola right now, which is uh, another fantasy book. We talked to the creators. <laughs> definitely, ev- so everyone. Good. Everybody should, should read be Isola. reading Isola. Read Isola. Um, we talked to the creators at a con, uh, I think, last year, and we talked about how, th- when they set out to make their book, they were going to start with like big didactic panels, being mm, like, yeah. "Here's the history of the world," and they were like, "Wait a minute, this works so much better if we don't just don't do that." Yeah. And we were like, "Yes, yes." Yeah, it's funny because you know when they were talking about um, it, we were sort of like, "Yeah, we feel like us." We're, in my mind, I'm like, it's exactly why we did it. Yes. It's exactly why we did it this way. Yeah. Yes, It was so seeing like, a comic that we have so much admiration I'm for also, also yeah. take that. And I'm a huge fan of, if anyone's familiar, Jonathan Hickman's writing. I'm a massive fan. And he's very much like you read and you're like, I don't know what's going on until it finally sort of, it gets right? revealed so, slowly yeah, as you're so, going. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we really wanted to make sure that it felt like a living, breathing world surrounding these characters. And we made sure that we explained everything, but not in like a bam, here's the information right. way. Yeah. Like, you live in the world and learn. Like, they yeah. The yeah. first time that squirrel shows up, I'm like, what the shit is going on? <laughs> the squirrel's dead. I, I, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a squirrel. Okay, well, Everybody I'll just follow. Loves Everybody loves squirrel. Everybody loves squirrel. Yeah, yeah it's definitely it's a fun a world. Um, can we talk about the design behind the animation? I mean, how, because obviously you guys are the writers, mm-hmm. but yes. you guys obviously have a visual style or at least 
a look that you want to convey. So how do you talk about that with an artist and get them to be on the same page as you? Especially when they don't live with you. Well, <laughs> or not you. everybody who worked on the or book the lives lives in the same house with us. It's just one big commune. Yeah, uh, yeah, just like everybody who works on songs for the dead well, in our, a village. Our interior Sam, artist is actually Sam local. Beck it's is in Toronto. Yes, across the pond. But um, yeah, yeah, Sam is amazing. Yes. We uh, we love her work. We actually found her on online. Uh, we reached out to her. She was keen to work with us, and we super lucked out because not only is her art beautiful, and this is actually Sam's art on the cover of the of the trade. Um, not only did we luck out because her art's beautiful, um, but she gets it. Like she, w w like the the directions in the script will be like these weird references yeah. or whatever else, and she comes back with something even better than we imagined. I'm like. Get out of my head, Sam. Get out. No, but don't, because it's perfect. Um, yeah, and I love that. Um, we've been really lucky to work with uh, like like Nick, who lives in the States, Nick Robles, who did some covers for us, and there and there, um, when we uh, vault, uh, got Tess Fowler and Tamara uh, on board to do covers. I think they're also in there as well. Um, yeah, I think at yeah. The back is all the there's like yeah, a yeah. cover gallery, yeah. and we're like, yes, don't don't open. I've looked at the cover galleries. Do not flip through until you finish book four. Just don't flip through until you finish book four, please. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah, we we really, um, you know, with Sam, we really wanted an art style uh, that felt uh, grounded despite being fantasy. Um, you know, because we went through a lot of artists when mm -hmm. we were trying to find like the right fit for this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like Andrew said, like Sam just got it, and I feel like she, she really is just like a natural fan of like actual medieval history and yeah. you know actual and design it was work. Really important too that it was like sweet and endearing. The characters were expressive, yeah. but we also needed someone who was able to draw undead right. convincingly. Yes. Uh, and Sam is just all of that. She's the best. And so much She's more. Yeah. yeah. The kid's kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Emery? I, yes, that's it. Emery was an E word. I'm like, I, but I won't say it because I'll get it wrong. But yeah, arrow sticking there. I'm like, this is great. Yeah. So, so. he's fine. It's just, just an arrow through the, the eye. Hand. It's okay. It's, 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 it's on the second page. I haven't spoiled anything in case you haven't read it. Where can everybody else find these? Where can we find you guys online? How do we get our hands on copies? So everything songsforthedead.com. Uh, all of our social media is songs comic. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, okay. nice and easy. Uh, you can get the trade version of Songs for the Dead uh, at your local comic book store. And next week. Yeah, this week. This well, Wednesday. Yeah, this coming Wednesday. This Wednesday, days Necromancer's Map. Days from yes. now, August 28th. Necromancer's Map number one comes out. You get to see what happens next here. If you've never read a Songs for the Dead book, that's fine. You're going to get to love these characters, hopefully. Yep. You can start from Necromancer's Map number one, no problem. Also, Vault's social. Oh, yes, and our publisher, Vault, Vault, Vault Comics. Comics. Uh, yep. You can find them everywhere On as well. On Twitter, and, um, and they've got our stuff everywhere, too. Yeah, they make yeah, there a they lot are. of great comics. They make a lot of great comics. I mean, they make ours, so, you know. <laughs> We're not biased. Yeah. No, not at all. No. <laughs> that is perfect. Uh, to wrap up, what are you guys most looking forward to seeing here? Um, I always get excited about Artist Alley. I love meeting new artists, finding the cool stuff that they make. Um, oh yeah, and yeah. you know, you see like that one homage to something that's really random, and you're like, I love that. No one ever makes art of that. That's that's my jam. <laughs> Big trouble in Little China. There's not enough oh, art. That's it. <laughs> Conversations. <Perfect>. Yes. <laughs> Such well, a good movie. You still need to see it. What? Still I'm it. done. <laughs> Yes, sir, the check is in the mail. <laughs> so why? Why? I'm sorry, he keeps I saying we're going to show it to you, and then we never watch it. Well, we live together, so 
Oh, so now there's no excuse. Now it's on my. Now that's on you now. Tag, you're right. I buy him little <laughs> Big Trouble and Little China merch. She did. Buy him she, stuff. She did. Yeah, I buy him stuff all the time because he yeah. loves it so much. There was much. like that really nice art book from a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. I surprised him with it. The like, Mondo record. Have you got the soundtrack? I don't have the. Oh, dude. So I good. It's <laughs> such a good movie. That's that's Christmas gift right there. Planning. Thank you. Planning ahead. Awesome. And what are what are you looking forward to? What do you what what do you geek out over out here? I've already picked up a couple of uh, Wolverine pieces, a comic, <laughs> nice. a figure, um, definitely a couple of artists I'm looking forward to seeing, picking up some prints and some pins, but uh, anything round and tan costume Wolverine specifically. Wow. It's like my kryptonite, 30 okay. year love affair with that character, so it's That's fair. pretty intense. Awesome. Yeah. Guys, this is awesome. Yeah. And damn you for making me, yeah. Right? Yes, because we, we need to talk. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole story. Yeah, story. we'll totally get you in for that. Yeah. yeah. And we'll put all kinds of stuff on the table and yeah. Yeah. throw pages up. And we're well, not really because that would be disrespectful to artists, but, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. We have extra books. It's fine. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. All right. So, Lindsay, on the camera, being awesome. Sue, you've got, like, uh, a photo op coming up in the next little while. We're going to do some wandering, take some pictures. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love that movie.